before we get started, just want to give a shout out to my affiliate Constant Contact. If you have any kind of online business, you know how important it is to keep your customers close to you. And if you don't have an email list, then you can't do that. It's just not as easy to do it on your own. So if you go through my affiliate link, meganbrame.com slash constant contact, you can have a free trial of all of constant contacts goodies. They'll help you with automation, onboarding, marketing, all of that stuff. And you know, the holiday season, oh my God, am I really saying this? The holiday season is already right around the corner. We have to start thinking about Q4 and this is the time I would definitely recommend giving them a shot. Even if you don't use them, get some kind of email service going. But if you go through my affiliate link, mangobrain.com slash constant contact, you'll have all the tools you need to set up an effective email marketing campaign and it's free. Give it a shot. Use their free trial. I think you're going to love it. All right, let's get started. It's time to grow your business, stop spinning your wheels, and build the life you deserve. And I'm here to help. My name is Megan Brain. This is Stop Sucking at Business. Hey guys, welcome to Stop Sucking Your Business. My name is Megan Bram. I'm a five-time award-winning entrepreneur. I am here to help you succeed at your own business. So thank you so much for joining me today. So I am right in the middle of a book, so I can't give it a full review. I am on uh, reading Girl, Wash Your Face by Rachel Hollis, I think it is. I don't actually have it on me, <laughs> um, but that's currently what I'm reading. And I'm also reading... Um, I'll Be Gone in the Dark by Rachel McNamara, and that is actually on an audiobook, and I love that kind of... I know everybody's super into true crime right now, but, uh, you know, she was the one that kind of... She coined the phrase Golden State Killer, and uh, unfortunately, she's no longer with us. She was um, Patton Oswalt's wife, who died in her sleep, and... Um, I, that's totally irrelevant, but uh, those are the two things that I'm reading right now. So I can't report, give you a book report right now. Uh, I will next week, but I'm still in the process. And if you want to read along with me, that would be really cool. Just FYI, that's what I'm reading right now. So if you have been trying to do any kind of social media stuff, then you probably know you have to let people in. I've talked about it before. People want to buy from a person, not from a corporation. They want to know you. They want to feel like they know you. Remember the whole funnel of know, like, and trust. And it becomes a balancing act, right? It's here's my thing. I have recently had to not had to, I have merged my life style stuff into all one thing on the beige house. You know, I talk to you guys about business and about my life struggles involving business and things like that. But, uh, I wanted to do more with beige house than just my home. I wanted to just have it kind of be more well-rounded and all encompassing. And, you know, the reason is just because, how much content can I put about my house? I don't work on it every week. I have stuff to do. 
you know, and I can't do DIY projects all the time and I can't do renovations to my house all the time. I have to actually make money and do work stuff. So I decided to branch out more. And, you know, I talked about earlier a couple episodes ago about how I am now becoming the face of Beige House and letting people in and letting them see my face and being involved in social media, you know, having photo shoots done and all of that kind of stuff. And it is hard. It is really hard. So if you're trying to do that too, I 500% sympathize. It is not an easy job to be open and to let strangers into your world. And I feel like I said before, like there's a balancing act with it where, you know, you still want to keep something of yourself, something private. And how do you do that? How do you do that while still making people feel like they know you and not that you are hiding from them? Spoiler is that I don't have the answer, Um, but I do want to give you some tips on what I've worked on with this. So one thing that I don't share readily is about my husband. You know, I mention him in passing sometimes, or I'll link to his website, but he's not really in a lot of content in terms of visual content. And that's because he doesn't want to be. Um, It's totally his choice. You know, I, I wouldn't force him to do any of this but he has decided that he just doesn't want people in his face, in his life. And I respect that. I totally respect that. I don't have kids and I can't say from experience whether kids should be involved or not. I think that that's a personal choice. And I don't mean this in just a, like, if you're trying to be an Instagram influencer, I also mean it in a business. Like, who's in your headshot or who's in your behind the scenes images and how are you letting people in? I think that it's not an easy thing to figure out. And I don't know if there's a set rule that works for everybody. I doubt it. So here's some ways that I have um, figured out what is sacred to me and what is free for all. One, does it feel authentic in a way? So case in point is I am filming this for IGTV as I record it. And I feel like that is letting people in. It is um, people watching my face and people seeing me cough or take a sip of coffee or you know, have a weird light bulb above my head and it's authentic, right? But, you know, it's going to be weird to say this as I am filming this, but it's still not the whole me, you know, it is in my YouTube studio. I have a beautiful floral background behind me. I have eye makeup on, but that was because I was filming video before and yeah, there it's not warts and all. And that is a conscious choice, not because I don't feel like I can be honest with people or that I'm insecure about who I am. Um, I think instead that it is more about 
just trying to keep something to myself for myself. And, you know, I don't very often film on the fly or I don't very often, um, speak without having a guide, even though it probably sounds sometimes like I'm not, uh, you know, I do just kind of riff, but I have an intention behind what I say. And I think that's a way to be authentic. Maybe you'll disagree, but it's a way for me to feel like I am still being open and I'm still letting people in, but it doesn't have to be all the way I feel. And I don't think that you should feel that way either. I think that a lot of people get caught up in this world of like, I have to let everybody in. They have to see my dirty house and my dirty kitchen and they have to see all of these things. And I don't think that's true. I don't think that everybody needs to be, I think that that just causes anxiety if I can be totally honest. And I'm not into making people feel anxious because they want content. You know what I mean? So that's my first tip. My second tip for keeping it to yourself, <coughs> deciding what to keep to yourself, I should say. Is it something you, you feel uncomfortable doing? Now, I don't mean that in a sense of like getting your picture taken. I don't like getting my picture taken. Who likes getting their picture taken? If you do, you're beautiful and amazing and should be my hero. Um, but I don't like getting my picture taken. It does make me uncomfortable. However, that is not something that I feel um, a hindrance about, if that makes sense. Like I know that I have to put my face on things, but um, it's not it's not the uncomfortable I'm talking about, I guess. What I mean with uncomfortable is, do you feel like it's something that you're going to regret later on? Do you feel like it's something you're going to do and think, oh my God, oh my God, this is keeping me awake at night. Why did I share that? And I realize that sometimes that is something that is more, you know, afterwards, but I think you kind of feel it in the beginning while you're doing that too. So don't feel the pressure of putting yourself in a situation just for the gram. You know, don't feel like you need to put, do something, be someone, Photoshop yourself, you know, like don't do anything that you feel is going to keep you awake at night and make you feel embarrassed or less than those, those are probably the two ways that I live my, my Instagram life. And I feel like it's, you know, it's not just bloggers. It's not just influencers. I know that a lot of businesses have to be sharing their life or business owners, I should say, or have to share their life because that's who we want to buy from. So I don't think that it means though, that it has to be absolute. It has to be everybody all the time, every inch of your life. I don't want you to do that. And I don't want you to feel like you have to do that. My last suggestion involves other people. And I, <laughs> when it comes to kids, spouses, 
parents, friends, um, I, it, it's difficult. Okay. So I say I default to not putting them in my content. And that is because they are autonomous people who are their own people with their own life, their own struggles. And I don't feel like they have to be involved in my, uh, my business, right? Like they don't have, my mom doesn't need to be in pictures with me just for content. You know, I don't, I feel like inviting these people into your life inviting followers into your life is one thing, but inviting followers of yours into someone else's life is, I just feel like that's, that's not cool. Um, I, I don't, uh, you know, if someone, if there's something that's unavoidable and I have to have them in a post, then of course I'll ask their permission, but, if there's any way around it, I really try and make sure that no one else is involved because it just feels, eh. you know, it just doesn't, I don't, it feels icky to me. Just like we were talking about, like, would it keep me awake at night? It probably would. And I feel like, again, this is just my opinion. I don't have kids, so I can't say for sure, but I don't think I would have my kids in social media because it's not really their choice. Um, you might feel differently and you are totally entitled to that. I don't, uh, it's not my bag. Um, but again, I don't have kids, so this isn't a problem. Uh, so those are just three rambles for you of things to think about when being authentic and being online and being true to yourself. I feel like it's a struggle. It's a lot of, I see a lot of anxiety around it in groups that I'm in. And so that's why I wanted to talk about it, give you my insight of it. You know, it's just another perspective. I think that you can be authentic without being, I don't know, uh, an open book completely. I think some things it's fine to be quiet about. And if you feel otherwise, let me know. I'd love to hear your opinion on this too. It is a ever evolving world we're in with all of this visual content and online content. And, you know, my opinion could change. I could start like, I don't know, taking pictures of Steven asleep or something and putting it on Instagram stories. I don't know. We'll see. I doubt it, but yeah, who can say? right? So thank you for following. Thank you for joining me. I hope you have a fantastic week. I will talk to you next week and I promise I will have a full book report for you on Girl, Wash Your Face. See you guys later.